Hello again, everybody. It's Heath Hambrick here this week for the episode two of the Game Week podcast. This week, I'm joined by Justin Thrasher, the play-by-play announcer for Scottsboro Football on 101.7 WMXN. Um, this week, we're going to review last week's high school football games in North Alabama and the second round of playoffs, preview this week's, talk about some high school football and basketball and then college as we go so justin great to have you and i look forward to doing this every week yeah man it's great to be back uh, with you talking about what we love talking about which is you know high school athletics and you know shining a light on on some of these uh the local programs and and some of the kids that that make up these programs and uh, you know we always talked about we did scoreboard it was how much fun it would be to be able to kind of continue this during the off season and uh, this is a great platform to continue all year to talk about what we love talking about. So I'm excited to be back with you and looking forward to seeing Danny in a few weeks. Yeah, Danny will be. Danny Lee will be joining us. Everybody knows Danny Lee, he, the Danny Lee Show on WK, uh, w, WK, WK98. I'm sorry, <laughs> getting tongue tied tonight. Uh, this is not a perfect show. You know, we don't we want don't want to sound awful, but sometimes you get tongue tied. Um, yeah, Danny's going to join us here in a couple weeks with the podcast, and uh, that's going to be fun because his humor is just its fantastic. It just adds to the show. Um, you know, talking about programs in North Alabama, Northeast Alabama, where we grew up, uh, one got on the TV behind you, uh, two defending state champions in girls basketball in the state play tonight up in Skyline. Skyline Lady Vikings take on the Pisgah Lady Eagles. Uh, Pisgah's won, I think, four in a row. Yeah. Uh, state championship skyline won their first one last year uh, these two coaches well known coach Kerry ellison with pisgah and then coach ronnie mccarver with skyline they played several times in the county tournament um, in regular season i think ronnie's only beat him once uh, i think that happened i was there that night at uh, paint rock valley in the county tournament and uh may, may have won ronnie may have been one other time but Kerry's he's got the winning record against ronnie in girls basketball so, with that note, we'll keep you updated on that score as we go along, and uh, we're going to review last week's playoff games in North Alabama. We'll start with Class 1A, Woodland defeated Meek 21-14, Wadley defeated Hoverville 28-14, high-scoring game, Decatur Heritage defeated Ragland 76-60, um, Pickens County defeated Winterboro 38-16, in Class 2A, Sullivan goes down to Southeastern, 37 to 18. Midfield loses to Cleveland, 40, 61 to 46. Mars Hill Bible defeated Tanner, 47 to 20. And then Spring Garden uh, defeats Aliceville, 40 to 35. In Class 3A, the five Red Devils continue to roll in the playoffs. Um, they defeated J.B. Pennington, 43 to 14. Sachs defeated Oakman, 36 to 22. Lauderdale County loses to Piedmont, 31 to nothing, and then Winfield defeated Ohatchee, 56 to 27. In Class 4A, Madison Academy defeated Priceville, 35 to 7. Northside loses to Good Hope, 35 to 21. Brooks defeats Randolph. Randolph had a great season, 42 to 21. Aniana defeats Gordo, 36 to 26. In Class 5A in the North. Ramsey loses to Centerpoint nine to nothing. Mm. Uh, Pleasant Grove defeats Leeds thirty-five to nothing. Fairview defeats Russellville thirty-five to twenty-one. 
Alexandria, my pick to win Class 5A. The and Valley Cubs. Lose at home <laughs> in Death Valley to Parker, 41-34. to In Class 6A in the north, Oxford. You saw Oxford early in the year yeah. against Scottsboro. They lose to Pinson Valley to defending state champions 20 to nothing. Mountain Brook defeats Jackson Olin 45 to 27. Gardendale defeats Homewood 35 to 27. And then Clay Chalkwell defeats Briarwood 56 to 21. And then in class 7A, I'm gonna go over every game because they played in the quarterfinals. They're a week ahead of everybody. Central Phoenix City defeated Theodore 77 to 41. And people from Scottsboro will know Coach Nix at Central Phoenix City. If you haven't watched his son, Caleb, it's fun to watch. I remember him when he was in middle school at Scottsboro. Yeah. Super talented. I remember him charting plays on the sideline is when I was doing the sideline for Scottsboro. Heard comparisons to his brother. More accurate. Yes. He's more accurate downfield. Um, watched him several times on the, the internet. Uh, also in South Alabama in 7A, Auburn defeated Enterprise 56-21. to In Birmingham, which is North Alabama in 7A, Thomas Thompson defeated Oak Mountain 45-7. And then Hoover holds Hewitt Trustful in overtime as Hewitt Trustful went for two. Hoover wins 24-23. So out of those games, do you have any surprises, Justin, that come just – stick out at you? I mean, I don't know if it's a surprise. I mean, first of all, Alexandria, you mentioned them. That was a little surprising to me. They were undefeated. Uh, that The the Hoover game last week. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I expected it to be that close, but it, to, to hold them from a two-point conversion to win that game at the end. Uh, and, and their reward is what this week? They, Thompson. They, they get, get to, to play, play Thompson. Thompson again. They get to play Thompson <laughs> at the Met tomorrow night. So, um, Hoover beat them earlier in yep. the year. We'll preview that game later on. To me, um, Probably one of the ones that sticks out to me is not it's not that they you know that they won the game it's how they won the game you know me and you two weeks ago went and watched Piedmont play Sylvania and Sylvania had chances they had chances to beat Piedmont Piedmont kind of flexed their muscle in the second half and won 40 to 20 but last week Piedmont played Lauderdale County and blanked them. 31 to nothing sets up a match this sets up a match this week in the quarterfinals Piedmont playing Winfield Winfield's undefeated haven't been in the quarterfinals in a long time um, I believe the last time they were in the quarterfinals um, was a few years ago but I remember a game and this is a story that's hilarious when I was helping in North Jackson after I graduated high school um, helping their football program I heard this story North Jackson played Winfield in the playoffs down in Birmingham, had to go down there. The guys that loaded the truck with all their equipment forgot the footballs. Oh, no. So they had somebody had to drive back to Stevenson <laughs> from Birmingham to get those footballs. And it, it's just a hilarious story. I don't remember who it was. People who from Stevenson that know me that listen to this, maybe they can tell me and we can tell you next week. But it, it was funny. It's, a, it's always a great story. And a little side note, Winfield has ties to Stevenson. Their head coach used to be the quarterback at Stevenson High School, David McKinney. Uh, his dad, Kenneth McKinney, was the head coach. who won two state titles in the late 70s. Uh, David was the head coach in North Jackson for a summer. Didn't coach a game. But uh, that's that's just unique there. And- we, real quick, we talked about Piedmont, Sylvania from a couple weeks ago. 
Well, we, you know, we, you mentioned that Sylvania was in that game up until really, I mean, they were in it at halftime. Yes. Up until that point, I don't know if anybody really gave Sylvania at that point a real shot to beat Piedmont. Yeah. But I think that just says a lot about what Coach Tyler Van is doing over at Sylvania this year. Yeah. You know, we talked about Fife. We'll get to them in a minute. Yeah. But they almost upset Fife this year. And it at the did. time, Fife had the longest high school winning streak, I think, in the country. In the country. It ended up being 51 games. So, you know, for them to – first-year head coach coming over from Woodville. Mm-hmm. He won five games there last year. Comes over to Sylvania this year. Gets them to the playoffs has them in a game with a team that, you know, is a favorite to win the state championship in this classification. Says a lot about what he's doing over there. Yeah, you know, Sylvania, they've had some good years. Um, early 90s, mid-90s. Matt, uh, Putnam, uh, he recently was there before yeah, he went to Madison yeah, Academy. Yeah, or uh, County. Madison, went back to Madison County as a, a coach. I don't I don't understand that, but uh, I, I wouldn't have went to Gurley. I would have stayed at Sylvania. Your home, that's your home. I would have stayed there. And um, they had some good years under him. Yeah, they did. Um, but you never know. Uh, you know, Coach Van's doing a great job at Sylvania, great job. and um, look for big things out of them. If they stay three A or they drop back down to two A, um, that's something we'll look forward to. Probably in a few more weeks, uh, the state will release their reclassification, and for Scottsboro's sake and Fort Payne, hopefully they drop back down to five A. Um, if Scottsboro doesn't drop back to five, there's going to be a lot of traveling next year yes, for, for Scottsboro. Yeah, yeah, hopefully they redo the regions. But, so, uh, let me see what's next on our agenda. I've done lost track here. Uh, we'll preview this Friday night. Um, in Class 1A in the north, you've got Woodland, who is a four seed out of their region. They have had to travel every week. This week they go to Wadley. I think Wadley's in Talladega County. I don't know for sure. But Woodland, I, I, don't, I pick Wadley to win this game. I mean, Wood, Woodland comes in with a losing record. They, yeah. They've lost seven yeah. games this yeah. year. <laughs> and, they, and they've made it to the quarterfinals of the playoffs, which is not unheard of. Um, and, you know, I'll spit off another trivia thing to you. In 1986, Gadsden started 1-5 and five and ended up winning the state title. I think Steve Livingood yeah. told me that story. Yeah. yeah, Steve knows all about the, the Gadsden Tigers. Um, the other game in the quarterfinals in 1A, Pickens County versus Decatur Heritage. Pickens County goes up to Decatur Heritage. Um, look for a lot of points to be scored in this game. Um, last week, Decatur Heritage scored 76 um, over at, at Ragland. Did my first ever game on the radio at Ragland. You know, Pickens County, they have maybe one of the more unique mascots in high school football, the Tornadoes. The Tornadoes, So yeah. that's an interesting – That's I've always thought that was pretty cool. And they have a, they have a tradition of going – to the state championship game, they've been four times, won it once in Class One A and One A. Uh, Decatur Heritage has never, never won a state championship. Well, this year they've got a good shot because they're, I mean, they're coming in averaging about forty-three points a game. Yeah. I mean, they've won ten games on the year. So, you know, even even you know, we talked about Pickens County, they're traditionally very strong. Both two, a uh, couple of ten-win teams, Pickens County averaging about thirty-two a game. Yeah, so, so should be a lot of offense. Yeah. In, in this one, in Class Two A, the game that sticks out to me, and we're going to go ahead and pick this game. We're going to go. We're going to pick these games as we go. This is a rematch of last year, I do believe. I believe they played last year in the playoffs. I don't know if I think it was in the semis last year that they played. Mars Hill Bible versus Spring Garden. Um, Mars Hill has lost three games on the year. 
But here's who they here's who they lost to. They lost to Jasper, they lost to Coleman, both five A's five A six A schools, and they lost to American Christian, who is one of the best teams in South Alabama. They're out of Tuscaloosa, you'd say South, but they're not really. And then Spring Garden, undefeated. They Coach Howard's done a great job there. This is the second year in a row they've been undefeated going into the playoffs. And where's the game at? Is it at? It is at Mars Hill Bible. So I don't know. I don't know exactly where Mars Hill is. I think it's over in Athens, over that way, over near Florence, somewhere. Um, I'm going to go with Spring Garden in this one. I like Spring Garden. I think they can win this game. Uh, Be big for Cherokee County for somebody to keep going in the playoffs. Quickly, uh, one of my friends, I'm in I'm in a leadership class, and one of my friends in that class, his name Corey Thomaston, he does radio for Mars Hill. Okay. So so I'll be in communication with him um, about. I wish I had talked. If I had known we were picking, I'd have asked him before this. <laughs> but um, you know, you know, you mentioned Mars Hill does have a few losses, but a couple of them are to a couple of five A programs. So. It, it, it's, it's, this is kind of a toss-up, to be honest. Um, I'm, I'm going to take Morris Hill. Right. I, 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 I've, I've still got, you know, me and Corey are still going to have to be friends after this podcast. So I'm going to take Corey Thomaston. I'm going to take Morris Hill right. to knock off Spring Garden. Different on those two, so we'll, we'll we'll keep a track on this and see who goes. <laughs> now my record this year picking games with 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 Heath Loki and Alan Cox wasn't great. So uh, <laughs> Heath would be glad to tell you that. The other game in the North and two A Southeastern. Versus Cleveland. This game is at Cleveland. Cleveland has lost two games. One to Aniana, and then they had to forfeit a win against Spring Garden. Um, I'm assuming since there's a score and they played, it must have been an ineligible player. Uh, Speaking of which, Southeastern had to forfeit their first two games because of an ineligible player. Um, Southeastern, relatively new school. Not, uh, Not a whole lot of history there. Uh, I know Cleveland. Um, know how they played. They played five several times, and I look for Cleveland to win this ball game and move on. Yeah, this is this is interesting. Um, now, Southeastern, the Mustangs, eight and four on the year. As you mentioned, a couple of losses. A couple of those. Well, actually, what three of them were due to forfeits? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, uh, it's tough to say. They're averaging about thirty-five points a game coming in. You know, you mentioned the new program. They've only made three playoff appearances. Two and two. Um, all time. Yeah, Cleveland, 10, 10 wins on the year, averaging close to 50 a game. Um, I'm going to take – I think I'm going to take Cleveland on this one. <laughs> We're not picking that one, but uh, I, I think that's who's going to – Cleveland end up moving on. And, not officially Yeah, picking they'll play one. in the semifinals against Mars Hill Bible. Now, we go to Class 3A in the North. Two big games in the quarterfinals to me. We're going – the first one, we're going to pick both of these. The first game, Winfield at Piedmont. Long trip for Winfield from the west side of Birmingham up to Piedmont in Cleveland, uh, Calhoun County. Um, Winfield undefeated. You look at their scores, they have one, two, three, five games that they've shut out people. Um, the most points they've allowed all year long was 27 last week to Ohachi in the second round of the playoffs. And for uh, Piedmont, they go as the pass goes, to my, in my opinion. If they can throw on you, they'll, they'll win the ball game. I don't know much about Winfield. I tried to watch some of it last week on the internet. Um, to me, though, I'm going to pick Winfield to upset Piedmont. After judging what we watched against Sylvania and how they struggled a little bit, yeah, I'm taking Winfield in this one. You know, you mentioned Winfield. 
they scored over 50 points six times this year. A lot of offense. A lot of offense over there at Winfield. Now, Piedmont, they are, they're the favorite for a reason. They've been here. They're used to being here. They're used to playing this time of the year. You know what struck me about Piedmont when we saw them play Sylvania was the physicality that Piedmont plays with. Mm-hmm. That that really stood out to me. I'm going to take the Bulldogs okay. in this one. That, that, I'm taking the favorite on this one. So I'm me and you Piedmont. both are going opposite on both picks we've had so far. I, I think this next one we're going to pick the same. The next game in the North in 3A is, of course, will take place less than a half mile from my house right here. Um, the five Red Devils taking on Sacks. Sachs has lost one game on the year, and it was to Piedmont. Fife has lost one game on the year to Geraldine, uh, 20 to 19, in a surprise. That shocked nobody, everybody. Nobody thought um, that um, Fife would lose a regular season game, let alone a region game. To a first-year coach yes. at Geraldine this year. Who is, I think, what, Coach Davis is – he's in his early 20s. He's, he's a young guy. Yeah, he's young. He young played young at year. Geraldine. Yes, he did. Um, if you take a look – Sacks averaging 40 points a game, five averaging 39.5. So, two different styles of offense here. Sacks, I believe, they run the ball out of the shotgun, and then I call Fife's offense a single wing because you, you don't see it at all anymore. Um, I said earlier, I told my brother-in-law this. He's he's a Fife grad. Um, I told him, I said, Fife will play Sacks in the quarterfinals. Sacks will win. Because they're more, they're more athletic. Change your mind? Uh, I want them to win. I mean, I live here. I've put down roots here, me and my wife. And She's a graduate. She is a graduate of Fife High School. And, uh, you know, we have a little young son now. He'll probably go to Fife. And, yeah, I'm going to take the Red Devils because, believe it or not, I want what I would like to see, I want to see Fife play Winfield next week up here. Fife, if they win, will play at home next week up here. I'm going tomorrow night. To the to that game, you better you better dress warmly. It's yes, gonna be, it's going to be to, frigid, and I will not. You know, I live half a mile here, yeah. so I won't leave till probably six thirty. <laughs> you well, know? Um, you mentioned okay, so Sykes has got one loss. It was to Piedmont. Yeah. Now it was twenty eight to twelve that loss. Yes. so it wasn't really that close. You mentioned Fife's loss. Uh, that's the first game they've lost in what five years or something. Yeah, it's been a long time. Now they they've still got that massive winning streak at home though. They haven't lost a home game here. In, in a long, long time. time. Okay, so I, I always say this about Coach Benefield. If you already have the stadium named after you and you're still coaching, yeah. that says something about your history, your track record. Yeah. Coach Benefield is a legend around here. I'm going to take five. Okay. I mean, I, I'll say this. I, you know, Scottsboro played five last game of the year um, out here. Yes. And I was really impressed with, with, with Logan and Anderson. Honestly. Yeah, Logan Anderson is a very, very talented. He's a freshman. Yes. Very talented. His brother, I think, he was at Auburn. He yep. might be at UAB Peyton, now. Uh, Peyton Anderson. Yeah. His dad and uncle played for Coach Benefield at Sylvania. Long history of Anderson's has played for Benefield. And, uh, He's uh, going to be another good one. He, yes. he already is. So He's kind of you – did, you didn't hear a whole lot about him first half of the season. And then the, the second half, and then especially here in the playoffs the last two weeks, he's come on. And just they, they've started feeding him the rock, and he's scored. It felt like every time he got a handoff against Scottsboro, he didn't even get touched until he was about five yards downfield. And it wasn't just – it's not just the vision. It's, you know, he, he he spins, he moves, he sees the hole. He's a very talented back. Yes. I, I, I don't see – I don't know if anybody's going to be five. 
Uh, depends on who comes out of the South in 3A. That, that's, you know, Montgomery Catholic and Montgomery Academy still sitting there. So, um, now we move on to 4A. Uh, Aniana at Brooks. You know, Aniana, the Redskins, one of the wingest programs in the state of Alabama, taking on Brooks. If you've never been to Killing Alabama into this st- stadium that they play in, uh, it's it's something. Uh, I've been there a couple times, uh, both to North Jackson games, actually. Brooks is undefeated in 4A in the north. Um, Aniana's only loss was a they lost at home to Etowah, 33 to nothing. I, that's kind of surprising to me because Etowah didn't have a very good season. Um, I'm taking Brooks in this game. Uh, I think Brooks makes it to the semifinals, and we'll see how that goes from there. Um, who you taking? This is a tough one. You know, I saw Aniana yeah. this year too, Scottsboro. Yeah. I made my first trip over there. By the way, I don't know if you've been over there recently. I have not. Beautiful field. They've got I, they've turf. They've redone it. Yeah. It's turf. It, it looks, yeah. it's gorgeous. They've got a great stadium. Um, you, you mentioned, I mean, Aniana, the one loss to Etowah. Of course, Brooks hasn't lost a game all year. Brooks averaging about 35. Aniana averaging close to that. That's tough for me. I'm going to take, I'm going to take Brooks. Here's your little nugget that I didn't. I just now saw. Brooks, they played in the same in the quarterfinals six times. They've only won once, and that win come against Gunnersville in 2007. So, this they have not been to the quarterfinals since 2015. But I'm still taking. Let me just let me say that win last week against Randolph, 42-21, impressive. Randolph this year. This might be the best Randolph team I've ever seen them have. They have they have had a great season. They have a really good running back. I yeah. couldn't tell you his name, but I've heard he's pretty very talented. And the next game in the north side in Class 4A in the quarterfinals, Madison Academy travels to Good Hope, travel to Coleman County to take on Good Hope. Good Hope has lost two, three games. One was to a forfeit. It looks like it was a COVID forfeit because it's one nothing. Um, they lost to West Morgan by a touchdown and lost to Aniana. Madison Academy, their only loss was to Briarwood week one. I'm taking the Mustangs in this one. and No doubt about it. I think they're going to win. I- I'm with you. Now, we Scottsboro, I, you know, every team we're, we're talking about here, Scottsboro seemed to have played yeah. this year. Uh, we beat North Jackson. Scottsboro beat North Jackson week one. We got to play Madison Academy week two on the road. And I believe they took all their frustration out from that Broward <laughs> loss on us because they, they just absolutely ran through Scottsboro that week. Very talented team. They probably have a couple of guys that are going to play that are going to play next level. And in fact, I know they have a tight end that's going to play next level, yeah. maybe at Michigan or something. Something like that. So, now, I, Madison Academy, man, all the way. Yeah. Easy pick there. And now Class 5A in the north. Um, Parker versus Fairview. At Fairview, this Fairview team, Long-time coach there. I do not cannot remember his last name. Fairview's had a fantastic season. They're eleven and one. They've only been to the quarterfinals two other times. The last time they were in the quarterfinals, well, no, one other time. The last time they were in the quarterfinals, nineteen ninety-four. I was all of six years <laughs> old whenever they were there. Nineteen ninety-four. They lost to Alexandria at home. Um, I hate to tell them they're playing a fantastic Parker team, very athletic. Um, if you very if you've never seen Parker, uh, Coach Nix his first year at Scottsboro, they played Parker in the first round of playoffs. Um, Coach Peak 
Sean Peake always said something that, you know, well, they passed the eye test. Them boys got off the bus, they passed the eye test, and they did. They beat Scottsville that night, and they still passed the eye test. I hate it for Fairview and the Aggies. I think Parker, the Thunder Herd, is going to win this one. Man, after they knocked off Alexandria last week, 41-34, which we talked about was kind of surprising, at least it was to me, I'm with you. I think that uh, I think Parker's going to get it done yeah. against Fairview. Yeah, I do too. Um, <clears throat> now, the other game in Class Four, 5A in the North, we're not going to pick. It's Pleasant Grove versus Center Point. Um, Center Point has three losses on the year. They are nine and three. Pleasant Grove's ten and one. I'm on. I know. I know enough about Pleasant Grove to know they're going to be athletic. I'm picking Pleasant Grove in this one if I had to pick one. This is a tough one. You know, we went to Center Point. I think Coach Jacobs in his first year, Scottsboro lost to Center Point, went on the road and played them in the second round. And I remember we were on the call that night, and it was freezing cold. I can tell you, it was absolutely, it was it was pretty cold that night. Uh, I, I, I mean, obviously we're not officially picking this one, but I, I, if I had to pick it, I would probably take Pleasant Grove. Yeah. Uh, just an update on the clash of the state champions in girls basketball is happening at the Sky Dome in Skyline. Uh, Physical Lady Eagles are up 17-6 at almost the end of the first quarter. <clears throat> so, in Class 6A now, uh, one game we'll, we will not pick is Gardendale versus Clay Chapel. Uh, you know, I, I played high school football, didn't start, didn't play a whole lot. My senior year ended at Gardendale. Uh, is we, we led at halftime and then it didn't end up we didn't score anymore. Uh, so therefore I'm going Clay Chalkwell on this one. <laughs> well that's a good pick because you know Gardendale actually played Clay Chalkwell earlier yeah. this year and, got and, and they absolutely got they got blown away. Clay yeah. Chalkwell won that game forty six to nothing. Yeah I, I'm Clay Chalkwell all the way in this one. They're it, they're undefeated, twelve and 0. You know there are sometimes that you play a team and, and maybe you didn't play your best that particular yeah. night, lost a close game. Not the case with this one. I no. think like Chalk was just heading above Gardendale. Yeah. Uh, and then the other game we are going to pick in Class 6A, Mountain Brook versus the defending state champions, um, Pinson Valley Indians uh, and Coach Sam Shade. Uh, they have lost three games, one to Hewitt Trustful, one to Clay Chapel, and one to Jackson Olin. Um, if you've never seen Jackson Olin, they look like um, uh, New Mexico State. They're, they're green, the Aggies. And, uh, green and yellow. Mm. Uh, not New Mexico State, North Dakota State, I'm sorry. The Bison. Yeah, they, they, that's who they look like. Um, Mountain Brook looks like Notre Dame with the gold helmets. And, uh, I'm taking Pinson Valley. Really? Yes, yes okay, I am. Okay, see, I'm going to differ with you on this one. See, Mountain Brook, they've only got one loss on the year. Yeah. That was to Thompson. So okay, I'm not. I'm, I know, but I'm not going to count that one against Mountain Brook. Thompson is a, Thompson is you know close to a college yeah. team, so I mean you know I'm going to take Mountain Brook in this. And one. they've had six shutouts. They shut out six people. Mountain Brook has. I just like Pins and Mountain. Going with the Bama grad. Got to go with same shape. But now his was was his first year as head coach at Pinson last year. Last year won a state, state championship. Yeah. Coach Nick's leaves. They've won was, two or three straight championships. They won. Uh, they won two when Bo was there. They won. They've won three in a row. So. I don't think it happens. I'm taking Mountain Brook. <laughs> I think right. they're going to get it done. All right. Now we'll preview. We'll preview both games in seven A since it's uh, their semifinals this week. They'll have a week off the week of Thanksgiving, and they'll play Wednesday night of the state championship. 
It's in this, by the way, this year state championship games in Tuscaloosa. And it's back to Birmingham. It's back to Birmingham. They're playing, so they're playing at UAB yes, Stadium. Yes, it's now a three year rotation with Birmingham, Tuscaloosa, and Auburn. It'll be a three year rotation. I like that. That's to that's me, good. it ought to stay in Birmingham. That's just me. I, I like it in Birmingham. Old Super Six at uh, Legion Field was fun. Um, this game, both teams in the South in Class 7A, they played earlier this year. Um, Central Phoenix City beat Auburn High 21 to 7. Now they play again. Uh, Central Phoenix City all the way. I, I think Central, you know, they're going to come out of the South. And if they end up playing Thompson, if Thompson beats Hoover tomorrow night, that's going to be a heck of a yeah, game be. in Class 7, 7A. We, we talked about it earlier. Central Phoenix City, they're also the Red Devils, mm-hmm. right? 77 points last week on theater. Yeah. Now they gave up 41. Yeah. But. You mentioned it. I mean, Patrick Nix, heck of a coach. Caleb Nix, heck of a quarterback. I don't know how. I don't know how Auburn will have enough offense to keep up with Central Phoenix. I mean, I they're averaging about forty-five points a game. So I don't see it. I'm taking Central Phoenix, and I don't know if anybody's beating Central Phoenix. And I know Thompson might have something to say about that, but I'm still going to take Central Phoenix this week. If you take these two teams have played the last three years in the semifinals in Class Seven A. So the winner of this has went to the last three years has come out of this and went to the Super Seven. They're one in one. Central Phoenix won the first game two years ago. Last year Auburn won. I think Central wins this year. So, um, so that is a preview of all high school games. Thompson Hoover. Oh yeah, Thompson Hoover. Thompson we, Hoover. we can't we can't forget that one. I, I couldn't let you go. Yeah, no, we can't one. forget that one. Hoover undefeated. Uh, Thompson's only lost to Hoover three weeks ago, or four weeks ago. And it was close. It was 24-21. Hoover had to come back. They were down 21-7 to at halftime. Um, I think I, there's just something about Thompson I don't like. I'm going to be completely honest. I'm going with the Buccaneers. But you're going you're going based on how you feel yeah, and not yeah. what you okay. Yeah, going on okay. tradition. The okay. tradition is Hoover is the powerhouse in seven eight. You gotta continue that. No question if, about the tradition. If you're coach Nibbett. Um it's tough to call this one because of, of the, the head to head matchup and how close yeah. that was. You mentioned Hoover had to come back and won that late. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's gonna happen. It's tough to beat the same team twice in the same year. Yeah. Now if if the teams are evenly matched. In this case they are. I'm taking Thompson. Yeah, you're taking Thompson. I'm taking, I'm taking Thompson. Hoover. Um, Either way, Thompson or Hoover versus Central Phoenix, which I think is likely, is going to be a heck of a championship game. Um, here's you a stat. You know how many times Hoover's been in the semifinals? It's crazy. They are 19-5 and five all time in the semifinals. So 24 times they've been in the semifinals. Thompson, as a program, has only been six times. Now Thompson, that's where is that where Tua went to high school and his Talia. brother Talia, the one Talia. that's in Maryland, Talia his brother, went younger to brother Thompson. Um, Tua was in Hawaii. Uh, family moved over here when Tua went to Alabama. Um, but yeah, Talia and his class really got it going for Coach Mark Freeman at um, Thompson. Thompson was awful when Coach Thompson or when Freeman got there, and Hoover Coach Nibley has just continued. What Coach Probst has done started at Hoover. And, and just side note, they Thompson defeated Oak Mountain last week, forty-five to seven. 
Oak Mountain, the former team of Scottsboro's current coach, Chris Bell. Uh -huh. So Coach Bell leaves. Tom, Oak Mountain had a, had a good year. Oak Mountain was a good team. Mm -hmm. To go down 45-7, to seven, that just speaks to Thompson's strength, I think, because yeah. that's, that's a good team. These two teams have met 29 times on the field. Hoover has won their 23-6 and all-time against uh, Thompson. Prior to four weeks ago, Hoover had lost five straight to Thompson. Five straight. That had been their only losses for three years. This is one of those matchups. There, there are a few going on tomorrow night that I would love to be able to see in person. This is one. This is one of the ones on my list. The right? other one is – Right, right down, down the road. road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that that takes care of our high school picks. Now we're going to roll into, I believe, some high school basketball. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk some high school basketball. Yeah, high school basketball. You know, great time of year. You know, a lot of people don't know, but where we live in northeast Alabama has a long tradition of great high school basketball, especially on Sand Mountain. And in, in the Valley, too, in, in Scottsboro, you know, long tradition of great basketball. Kind of been resurrected with a trip to the Final Four last year. Um, if you take uh, <clears throat> you take a look at their schedule, Scottsboro going into uh, – they're off. They, going into tomorrow night, they are 3-0 and in boys' action. The girls are 2-1. and So the girls are off to a good year. Um, their only loss is to Pisgah. Pisgah's undefeated at 4-0 in girls' basketball. Uh, tomorrow night, Scottsboro plays Westminster Christian. Right. One of the winningest coaches in the state of Alabama they're going to go up against. Uh, and then next week they'll go into uh, – I'll give you – go ahead and preview next week's games. Uh, the varsity girls playing at the Supreme Court tournament in Albertville, or Gunnersville, I believe. And then the boys travel down to Spain Park and going to play in the Jaguar Classic next week over Thanksgiving break. Uh, North Jackson, uh, they are 1-0 and on the year going into tomorrow night. They play the Pisgah Eagles at Pisgah. Uh, the boys beat Skyline uh, earlier in the week on Tuesday. Girls obviously lost to Skyline. Uh, Skyline has won one game. That's their only win. Uh, the website we That's surprising, yeah. by the way. Yeah. But they've played a steep schedule. They have played a pretty good schedule. Yeah. Um, Coming off a state championship. Yeah. Uh, section... You talk about section, great tradition in basketball. Boys and girls, both state uh, state championships on both sides. Uh, Coach Derek Wynn and the, the varsity boys team going into tomorrow night, they play Whitesburg Christian. Uh, they're 2-0. They beat Sylvania and Lindsey Lane. The girls struggled last year under a new coach. They're off to a rough start this year. They're 0-2. Should win tomorrow night. Uh, I think section girls should win tomorrow night. And get that first win next week. Both teams, boys, varsity boys and varsity girls, travel over to Clements, mm. and uh, I believe it's in Lauderdale County, and playing in their Thanksgiving tournament. <clears throat> and then the five Red Devils, their boys hadn't played yet. Now they're also defending state champions. Uh, yes, um, nobody's back on the team. <laughs> they all graduated, um, but their boys are not playing because obviously the boys team is. Most of their guys play Playing football. football. Yeah. They're still playing. Um, they are scheduled, uh, actually scheduled to play tomorrow night <laughs> against New Hope. Um, don't know if that's going to happen or not. Uh, the girls are scheduled. The girls have uh, played, I believe, three games. I think they've won one. 
uh, I think they beat Fairview the other night. Uh, but looking like next week's schedule uh, for the girls, we'll just talk about girls for five. Uh, they're going to play at Geraldine. Uh, no, they're going to play at Wallace in a tournament down in Wallace State. Uh, North Sand Mountain, uh, their boys team won 25 games last year. Uh, I believe they went to the Sweet 16, Lead 8. Uh, Coach uh, Cole, uh, Cole Hicks uh, doing a great job out there. They won their first game the other night. They beat St. Andrews of Swanee 83-18. Ooh. Um, that's a long road back right you know, there after losing like that. Coach Jonathan Haynes and the girls, the Lady Bison, they're one and one, uh, two and one. I believe they won last night also against Swanee. Uh, they've won two in a row. They beat Whitesburg. Next week, you look, uh, North Mountain is scheduled to play Sylvania tomorrow night. And then they play South Pittsburgh on the 22nd. And then both teams going to Woodville and playing in a game in a tournament there. Um, I've got that schedule. We'll go over it here in a minute of who plays in those. We've got two tournament schedules. Um, a team that I'm really high on, uh, two programs that I'm really high on this year are up at Otter. Um, Otter plays Sylvania tonight. should be a great game. And girls, Sylvania, state runner-ups last year in Class 2A and 3A. Um, the boys, uh, a little down. But uh, the Otter Hornets come in. Running, a, they're two and zero in the year. The varsity boys are trying to go three and zero for the first time since 2016. Wow! Um, with Coach Blaine Smith and the Outer Hornets uh, next week, their boys program they play tomorrow night. They play New Hope, then they'll play at Woodville. Also, uh, the varsity boys will. The girls play at Geraldine in a tournament. The girls, a new head coach, but an old face. Uh, coach Jamie Pruitt is back at Otter. As a girls coach, he was the boys coach there for a long time. Two years, he coached both teams. Um, and the girls, both years he had them, went to the state finals. I, I was going to ask, I know, you're, I know you're friends with him. Yeah, I I'm, I'm sure he's happy to be home, right? Yeah, uh, yeah he, you know, they live very, really close. His, his daughters go there. Um, so it's exciting to uh, for him to be back as the head coach of the girls and look for big things out of Otter and that girls team going forward. Maybe not be this year, but next year, look out. Um, I think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. They're going to run it up and down the floor. Yes. Um, <clears throat> then Fort Payne. Fort Payne's struggling right now. Uh, both teams are 0-2 going into tonight. They play DAR at Grant. next Tomorrow night, they play Etowah. Uh, Fort Payne just struggled a little bit. They're really, you look out, look through their history, they're really Jekyll and Hyde. In boys, on the varsity boys side, they'll be good one year, they'll be down the next. Varsity girls, Jackson County native, coach then, coach Steve Sparks. Fan, he's been great throughout his, he's been the head coach there 20 something years. And uh, I look for him to get them turned around. He has struggled last year with the COVID year. I think he'll get them turned around. Then, the Plainview Bears, uh, the boys, are two and one already on the year. Um, Defeating uh, Huntsville, by the way, in the season opener, yes. 60, 64-56. Yeah. Cole Milliken, 18 points in Is that game. Is he still there? He's still there. He scored. <laughs> it feels like he's uh, one of those guys that feels like he's been there. He, um, uh, 18 points, Dylan Heyman, he had yeah. 12 and five for, for playing you in that win. You know, they, they did lose to Austin, 
87 yeah. to 71. At Austin. At Austin. Uh, Jonah Williams, six three-pointers in that Tonight, game. Tonight, they're playing at Oxford. Plenty not afraid to step up. No, play. they're not. They play Oxford tonight. They play at Spartan tomorrow night. Then uh, Gadsden City's on the schedule. Um, then they play in the Supreme Court tournament that the girls do. I'm sorry. Um, then they've got Sylvania and they get in their uh, region play. Um, look, you know, they've won the Sand Mountain tournament four, five years in a row. Uh, it looks like they just keep reloading at Plainview and the boys. The girls team, Coach Griggs, uh, Luke Griggs is the coach there. They're three and zero in the year. Um, they made a run last year in the playoffs. Look for the same thing out of them. Um, By the way, the, the the Lady Bears at Plainview. Yeah, they're three. It was a clean sweep of Huntsville. They knocked yeah. off Huntsville just uh, just just like the boys did, sixty three fifty five. Uh, I know Lauren uh, Jimerson in that game. I think her and Sawyer Holgan they both chipped in seventeen for yeah. Plainview. I think Sadie Jackson had fifteen and fourteen rebounds. Wow. Um, so two tournaments that I've got a schedule for for next week during Christmas or Thanksgiving break, not Christmas yet. Um, Thanksgiving break. One game, one tournament is the Liberty Bank uh, Thanksgiving shootout at Geraldine. A lot of teams in it, boys and girls, two divisions. Um, Otter gets it kicked off on Monday morning at 9 a.m. against the Asbury girls. It's Asbury Lady Rams. Sylvania playing in it in the boys' side. Uh, Fife is scheduled to play on the boys' side. Uh, they're scheduled to play Cherokee County on Monday. So we'll see if they play. I don't know if they plan on playing or not. Then Boaz, uh, both their teams are in it. They both play Sand Rock. Sylvania and DAR play each other on the boys' side. Then, of course, the host school, Geraldine, both, both of their teams are in it. Uh, speaking of Geraldine, real quick, Geraldine, the Lady Bulldogs, how about the, the game from Gracie Johnson against North Sand Mountain? She scored a last-minute bucket to win that game for, for yeah. uh, Geraldine, 71-70. Seven three-pointers, wow. 36 points. Not bad. That's that's a good game for her. And they and, and Geraldine, the, the Lady Bulldogs, also have defeated five this year, yeah. 66-63 in a close game. Um, that's good for her. Um, it's a three-day tournament at Geraldine. Um, there's a schedule for each day, but that's just day one. Um, they play – Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday there. The next tournament that I have, it's uh, boys and girls divisions also taking place at Woodville. Um, also got JV in this. Uh, Crosswell, both their teams are coming. Northside Mountain, both their teams are coming. Pisgah boys are going to play in it. Um, and then Otter boys are down there also. Whitesburg and then Lindsey Lane. Uh, First-year head coach for the Woodville girls. Uh name some people have probably heard of. Woody Beard used to be the head coach at Pisgah for the boys. He is the girls coach at Pisgah now, or at Woodville now. So first time he's ever coached girls, I do believe. So we'll see how he does down there. Pretty strong basketball tradition at Woodville. Yeah, you know, they had some great years in the 60s and 70s. Um, Maybe state tournament time or two. So state tournament back then, back then was tough because you had a regional tournament that lumped everybody in and it's hard to get if you got out of that might as well say hey it's just great well i mean up until a few yeah. years ago you know that's all they had was basketball mm-hmm. they didn't have football woodville's no. only had a football program for about what the last 10 years yes. or so uh it started in 2006, 2006 so about 15 years yeah and i think that judging from what they've had uh, struggling this year i don't think they yeah. won a football game uh, but 
good for them to have that and add another football program to Jackson County. So that wraps it up for high school basketball. Now let's review some college games from last week. Do we have to talk about Auburn's game yeah, from last week? Yeah, we're going to talk about Auburn. We're going to talk about Auburn. Uh, we're going to talk about Alabama uh, last week. We're going to talk about some other teams besides the SEC. Um, but last week, uh, it's already week 12. That's, it doesn't feel like it, does crazy. it? crazy. Already week 12. You know, I listen to Sirius XM Radio and listen to all them guys on uh, New Heisel and Childers. It, it's, they're hilarious. But, um, so, last week, we'll just go over Southeastern Conference from last week. In week 11, Tennessee in Georgia. Georgia won 41-17. I don't look – I think Alabama and Georgia are on a collision course. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, it, it feels that way. I, you know, I wonder, though, I just – from what I've seen from Georgia this year, I wonder if anyone's going to score enough points to beat them. That defense they've got over there is really good. They're I mean, it's not seen an offense. Alabama can score some points when they want to, and I just my biggest question with Alabama we'll get into that later. But it's the offensive line. Um, so we gotta <clears throat> wrap this up pretty quickly. Um, last week Alabama won fifty nine three. They took care of business. Big surprise last week. Ole Miss, I called it. I thought, I thought Ole Miss would beat A&M, and they, they did, 29-19. Auburn lost 43-34. to You were there. I was there for that, yeah. I was there with my mother, and uh, I know we were walking out of the stadium, and she was excited because she witnessed history. And I said, Mom, <laughs> this is not the history that we want to be we want to be uh, present for. So 40 straight points by Mississippi State. crazy. I watched it, and I'm sitting yeah. there thinking, I've never seen. I told. I text Danny and said, "I've never seen this out of a, out of an Auburn team." Yeah, um, they got air raided in the yeah, second half. Let me say. Yeah. So, um, the battle for the Golden Boot last week, Arkansas won thirteen or sixteen to thirteen in overtime. Um, Coach O is out. Yeah, that's, he's that's, out. He's done. And it's interesting to see who they're going to hire. I think they're going to go after a big name, Jimbo Fisher, Scott Wood. I, I really think. Whether Jimbo says he's staying at A&M or not, Nick Saban said he was staying at Miami. We know what happened there. So, my, I told you earlier in the week, Jimbo can win faster at LSU than he can at A&M. He will win a title quicker, a title quicker at LSU. I really do. I, I do think that with Texas joining the SEC in a couple of years, mm-hmm. that really hurts Texas A&M's ability to recruit. It does. So, I do. I understand your point. I think LSU is a really good job because you can still recruit Texas. And, and the thing with LSU, you are the school in the state of Louisiana. Yeah. Um, if they don't hire him, a lot of rumblings about Lincoln Riley this last week. I'd, I'd, I'd kind of be shocked. The guy that's at Louisiana Lafayette. To me, that's who they ought to go after. That's what I was thinking. Billy Napier. I mean, he turned right Auburn there. down whenever yeah. they offered him the, the head. I just wonder if he's waiting on something else. You know, just it's just a thought. Um, What's going on at Florida? That's the question. Dan Mullen is on his way out. Yeah. I didn't think I would ever say that. Uh, when I, whenever he took the Florida job, my first thought was yeah. he'll have them back to close to where they were under yeah. Urban Meyer. But it is not happening though. Yeah. They beat Sanford seventy to fifty-two. Sanford should have won. And the thing is, is that after the game was over, if you noticed, I, I saw the video. They were celebrating in the Florida locker room. 
And I that's, that's not something you celebrate. No, not a not giving up fifty two points. No offense to Sanford, uh, Sanford, but it, yeah, it's that's, no. That's not what you celebrate. Um, other games around the SEC last week, uh, Vandy or Kentucky took care of business against Vanderbilt. South Carolina lost a squeaker to Missouri, thirty one to twenty eight. Uh, this week in the SEC, there's not really. It's an awful schedule. Uh, hopefully, with Oklahoma and Texas coming in, they change this schedule. Um, to where we have meaningful games the week before the Iron Bowl. The week before, it's just it's the it's the week before rivalry. Week. Yeah, so um, it's homecoming. You know, I think um, that well, this would be something else for a different podcast for a different episode. But I think we go to nine teams or nine teams SEC slate schedules. In my opinion, I think Auburn and Alabama go to the East. And they bring that Oklahoma, would make sense. And they bring Oklahoma yeah. and Texas into the West. Unless they go pods where they – I hope know, they don't. I hope they just do it that. and do it that way. You have one traditional rival from the from the West, which Alabama's would be LSU. Um, Auburn's would probably be LSU also, I, I would think. Or um, some A&M maybe. I, I don't know. But uh, in the SEC this week – Alabama and Arkansas and, and Auburn and South Carolina are probably the two best games on the schedule. I mean, outside of, you know, Florida-Missouri might be a good game, but, like, nobody really – I don't think I'm that that's – I'm thinking Missouri. I think Missouri wins. I don't think Florida wins another game. And then you got Ole Miss and Vanderbilt. I don't. That's not going to be close, I don't think. But, you know, Alabama and Arkansas, Alabama's favored. The, the, mm-hmm. the line on that game is 20 and a half in yeah. favor of Alabama. As much as I'm impressed with what Sam Pittman's done at Arkansas – I don't see any way Arkansas goes into Tuscaloosa. I don't think they can. If if Bryce gets time, I think they'll pick him apart. Um, Alabama's got to get their running game going. That's something they haven't done really the last few games, and I think that's just something that we're lacking in. I think that's because of the offensive line. They've had some injuries on the offensive line. They're not a, they're not working together like they should, and I just think it's kind of hurting them. And Bryce has had to ad lib some. And he doesn't like to have live. He wants to sit in the pocket and throw it. And I just think that's that's part of the issue that they need to get corrected before next week. Um, Auburn, TJ Finley, here you go, bud. Uh, at least he's playing South Carolina. Um, what's your take on that You know, one? Coach Harson got a lot of flack whenever he substituted – or he took Bo out earlier this year when he was healthy and put Finley in. Mm-hmm. Although Finley did lead Auburn on a game-winning drive to beat Georgia State, otherwise mm-hmm. they, Auburn may have lost that game. I, I don't feel great about it, honestly, just because it's Auburn's offensive line. It's got really less to do with Finley. It's just I don't know if – you know, Finley's not really mobile. He's just yeah. kind of a he, – he, actually, I think he might have a better arm than Bo, mm-hmm. really. But – Behind that Auburn offensive line, which has not been the most steady all year, maybe better than last year, but not not great. I do think Auburn will win this game against South Carolina, but his his health against Alabama's defensive line next week mm-hmm. worries me. I, I don't. And Auburn obviously, obviously, uh, also by the way, missing their kicker. Yeah, he tore his ACL. I think. Who's also. the backup? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> couldn't tell you. I, I don't know. I, hopefully Auburn won't have well, to be kicking any long getting, field goals. What's his name from Fort Payne? Is, is McPherson. Yeah, he's committed to Auburn. So you know, I actually asked Heath Loki earlier this year if he committed to Auburn while Gus was still head coach because under Gus, Auburn loved to kick field goals. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. But no, I think Auburn wins this game again. I think Auburn the line in that game. Auburn is is a seven and a half point favorite. The over under is forty four and a half. I don't know how many points Auburn's going to score. 
I do think that they'll beat South Carolina. Yeah, I, I do too. I think Auburn wins uh, that game. Uh, that would give them seven wins on the year. Are you picking Alabama, by the way? I forgot this. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Alabama's going to knock off Arkansas. And clinch their spot in the SEC championship. And that game against Georgia, that has potential to be one of the bigger, better SEC championship matchups in recent years. The last two's been nerve-wracking. The last three, if you count the national title game. But this might be the first one Alabama won't be favored to win. Because I think Georgia, I think Georgia will be favored to win that game. I, I think it would be. I think they'll be favored by ten. We can get into this after this happens, yeah. but if Alabama and Georgia play, which is likely, if Alabama doesn't beat Georgia, they're not in. You don't think a no. two-loss Alabama yeah. is in over a Cincinnati yeah, who's no undefeated? Way. There's no. Okay, way. I agree. And me as a Bama fan, I would not want Alabama in. If if that was the only loss and and they hadn't lost to Texas A and M, I think they're still. If, in. if they had not lost A and M, they would be in. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that'd be a different debate after we get there. after we see yeah. what actually happens. Yeah. But um, you know, a team I want to talk about. There's two more games I want to talk about. Even though Tennessee's playing South Alabama, who would have thought that Josh Heifel would go in there and turn this around with less players? They should have beat Alabama, uh, and you know, next year is going to be fun to see what Tennessee does if they can continue this. Um, He's probably the coach, the, the, the one in, in recent memory that sticks out to me that didn't have the hype that some of these other coaches had that, you know, Pruitt and uh, Butch Jones and some of these guys Derek had that Dooley. came in, Derek Dooley. Yeah. But Heupel, he, especially on the offensive side of the ball, he's got it figured yeah. out. Yeah. Coming if, from UCF. If they get. Uh, and you think UCF misses him this year? This is, I remember when he was playing at Oklahoma and they won a national title. That's, I was 11 years old in 2000. No, 13. Um, the other game is the nightcap. Late night in Baton Rouge. Feel sorry for the fighting uh, Terry Bowden as uh, Louisiana Monroe come down from Monroe, Louisiana to Baton Rouge. And this is the last game for Coach O, right? Or next no, to last they, game. They play A&M next week. Okay, next to last uh, game for Coach O. If he Coach wins o. this game and beats A&M, he gets a bowl game. He does. But that's I not the standard not, at LSU. I <laughs> not be surprised if they don't beat a&M next week. Let me just say, I have to be honest. I graduated from banking school down at U- the University of South Alabama. So, you know, I am kind of hoping South Alabama can pull that one off against Tennessee. No offense to any of the uh, volunteer fans, but uh, full disclosure, I think Tennessee will win that game. But yeah. I-, I hope South Alabama hangs around and makes it close. Um, UL Monroe, I don't give any chance to knock off LSU on the road. I went down to Baton Rouge this year with my dad and watched Auburn play LSU, by the way. Excellent environment. A uh, really cool place. It was a day game, was it not? No, it was a night game. Okay. It was a night game, and and the LSU fans were were you know what I expected them to be yeah. for the most part, but they're rowdy, they're passionate. You got to respect that. But UL Monroe, um, no chance. LSU favored by twenty nine. Yeah. Tickets are four dollars. You can almost get in for free. Yeah. <laughs> um, really quick, we got a few more minutes left that we can talk. Five minutes left uh, to talk about uh, some other games around the country. Eleven o'clock on ABC. Uh, it's where game day is at. I'm sure it's where Herb Street and Fowler are calling. Uh, Michigan State versus Ohio State. Who you like? Ohio State. I, 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 I mean, like the Spartans. Mel Tucker and his new contract, $95 million mm-hmm. over 10 years. Uh, I like Spartans. Um, I really don't – outside of Oregon, Ohio State ain't played nobody. That's just me. Um, they don't play anybody at all until the back half of the season. I think Michigan beats them next week, but we'll talk about that next week. Um, 
What do you think about Oklahoma losing last week? Um, it was obviously surprising. Baylor, I didn't really think Baylor was really all. I mean, I know they're ranked top fifteen, yeah. but I didn't really think they were as good as what they actually are. I think I think Oklahoma bounces back this week. I think they lose again before the season's over, though. They play Iowa State this week, mm-hmm. right? I think they're going to take care of business against them. I think they lose next week in Bedlam. Against Oklahoma State? Yeah. Huh. I don't know much about Oklahoma State. All right. Um, We were talking about Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma wins this week. I think they lose next week. Um, But one more game to talk about before we wrap up the show. Wake Forest at Clemson. You know, if you had actually asked me this – before the season, I would have thought that it was funny we were even talking about this. Mm-hmm. But I, I've got to think Wake Forest wins this game based on what I've seen this year. I think Wake Forest does too. And I think there's a lot more going on in Clemson, South Carolina than what meets the eye. I think, you know, as much as everybody loves Dabo Sweeney, and I know Dabo is the Alabama grad, everybody thought he would be the one to replace Nick Saban. I don't think he is. He's won two titles at Clemson. I don't think he's leaving. Um, but you look at see you look and you take this year. You see see what's happened. Quarterback's not very good. You take his previous seasons that he's been there, that he didn't have an outstanding quarterback. Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence. Yes. Um, he didn't really have a great year. You know they they won lost four or five games. Um, he's won what two championships at, at Clemson? Two. Played for four. He uh, beat Alabama. Was it? He beat Alabama in one of them, or was beat it, Alabama in both of them? In both of them, yes. Okay. Lost Alabama one of them and lost LSU one of them. And then last year they lost to Ohio, Ohio State in the semifinal. In the semifinal. Okay. Yeah. Thank goodness because I did not want to play Clemson again. Um, let's see. Anything else around the country that's interesting? Um. Don't believe so. By the way, just to get real, real quick, Ohio State, Michigan State. You pick Michigan State. Yes. Ohio State is a favorite by twenty points in that game. I think it's too big. <laughs> I, think, I think you're picking with your heart no, more than no. you are your head on I th- that one. I'm not a Ohio State fan at all. Most yeah. Alabama fans don't love Ohio no, State. No, I do not like Ohio State. Um, I just think I just don't like Ohio State. They don't play the competition that we play down here. Texas and West Virginia, it's not really interesting. I just want to bring up the fact that I was shocked Texas lost to Kansas mm-hmm. last week. What about Steve Sarkeesian in his first year I think Texas? He, I think, you know, it's his first year. I don't think they pulled the trigger yet. I'm getting rid of him. I think that it's – He's got to give him a couple it, of years. It's kind of like when Saban took over to Alabama. There's a lot of people in that locker room that do not need to be there. I think they need to ship out and uh, leave the program and – Get ready. You know, a lot of people that were – a lot of players that were at Bama when Saban got there after the first year, they left. Uh, this could handle it. This one's probably not a marquee matchup, really, because of the records. But Chip Kelly and UCLA playing USC this week. You know, they – you know, listen on satellite radio, they, they're talking about Chip Kelly losing his job. They're 6-4, and four, at, right? At UCLA, I'm like, He's why? He's completely rebuilding a program. Yeah, I mean um, – I don't – it's going to be tough I to get I think UCLA him, wins. It's going to be tough for him to get them to where Oregon was when he left. Yeah. But I, I like UCLA in that yeah, game. Yeah, I do too. Uh, who do you think gets the USC job? 
Well, it, it certainly won't be Mike Tomlin. <laughs> no. I, uh, I'm not sure, honestly. That's a that that job. It's tricky because that job 15 years ago is different than that job right now. It's just not the, yeah. the lure isn't there. I do think if you get the right guy in there, it could be a great job. Yeah. But you've you've had a lot of turnover the last few years, and that that would be that would be a little scary for me. I don't know who they are. Um, if I was them, I would go hire an NFL guy. Because uh, really, I don't see anybody in college that's made for Southern California. Um, Except Lane Kiffin. Yeah. He, They're not going to bring him back, no, though. No. Do you believe, quick, do you believe the Miami rumors for no. Lane Kiffin? You no. think it's just smoke? No, it's trying smoke. to get a raise, maybe? Uh, I would believe him more to LSU before I believe him in Miami. Um, but A lot of people linked him to Auburn before they hired Harson. Uh, um, I think Auburn has a good coach if they leave him alone. Um, but the the UCL the USC job, yeah. go out and hire the guy at the Rams. I mean, he's right there. You talking about the head coach? Yeah. Oh, I don't think he would uh, McVeigh. Yeah. I don't see him taking that job. He he looks like a Southern California guy. He is, but he's got a he's got a great gig with the Rams. Yeah. I mean, they're all in trying to win a championship. Yeah. And um, another quick game, a, a team that I think gets bowl eligible, but I think they'll beat BC this week. And then beat Florida next week. I think the Seminoles are going to get Bo Oswald and get six and six. I, you think I, Mike Norvell saves his job if that's the case? Yeah, I, I don't think they. I don't think they pulled the trigger on him yet uh, either. I think knocking uh, off Miami last week was a big deal. Yeah, they almost blew that. They were up yeah. big, and they and Miami just about came back and won. But I, I think he gets Bo Oswald. I don't think Florida wins another game. Oh, so you think Florida State knocks off? Florida, Florida next week to get wow. the sixth week. Okay. Um, SC, where, where is that game at, by the way? Is that at Florida State? I think it's at Florida State because okay. it's on ABC. Okay. Um, SMU versus Cincinnati. <laughs> that that actually is a very interesting matchup. Yeah. And, you know, Cincinnati's had a couple of close calls this year. One yeah. of them was against Tulane not too long ago. Yeah. I think there's a lot of points scored this game. That I, That's a – it's one of those games. It's like it's one of those sleeper games, I guess, mm-hmm. for for Cincinnati. But I don't think they'll be sleeping on SMU. No, I think they'll be ready. I think Cincinnati wins. They probably win, but I like SMU. Um, how about Nebraska? All their losses have been by one position, um, and they're talking about getting rid of him. I don't think they will. In fact, I think I read something recently that said they were going to restructure his contract, maybe to make his buyout cheaper. Yeah. I think he gets. They've already one, done that. I think he gets one more year. They've already done that, and he fired offensive coaches. Scott Scott Frost. Yeah. I, I think he's he's maybe just because he's a Nebraska guy, played quarterback there, I believe. I think he's going to get one more season yeah. to turn things around um, in Lincoln. All right, last game, the Fighting Blazers of Bill Clark, UAB, taking on the undefeated UTSA Roadrunners. I think uh, UTSA probably wins uh, and knocks UAB out of a chance to play in the conference title game again. Um, I think, you know, getting back to the Auburn coaching search, I don't know why they didn't call Bill Clark. They did call Bill Clark. Supposedly. Supposedly they offered Bill Clark the job. Now, that's that's what you read on the message boards. But supposedly Clark turned him down, if that's true. Why would you turn down Auburn? If you're at UAB, I mean, you know another another job that come open this week, Virginia Tech, 
Justin Fuente is yeah, out. He's yeah. out. Um, uh, I don't know who you hire there. Uh, That's surprising. They fired him before the end of the year. I think they go. They probably go after Shane Beamer. I'm sure. At South Carolina? Yeah. I mean, his dad coached there forever. Well, yeah, but uh, if I'm Beamer, I don't know that that's a – I know his dad coached there, but South Carolina, to me, might be a better job than Virginia Tech. I'd stay in the SEC if all possible. Yeah. But, man, it has been fun. Uh, I look forward to doing this again next week. Um, I don't know what day when we get ready to do it, you know, with Thanksgiving on Thursday. Uh, maybe try to do it earlier in the week if we can schedule it right. But uh, it has been fun, and I hope this is something we can build on and keep doing it and get a lot of listeners and hope everybody enjoys what we're doing and try to bring back the vibe we had with the school board. That's the goal. Yeah, that was, those, those were some fun years on the school board. And, and it, like I said, I look forward to having Danny back with us yeah. in a few weeks. And, and who, who knows who may drop by and stop and oh, yeah. be part of things. And it, it's exciting. I'm glad to be back on and, and, and talking high school sports with you again. Yep. All right, man. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed it. Uh, this thing will be this episode will be uploaded here shortly uh, to the app and to Spotify. So, hope everybody enjoys it. And until next time, y'all have a good one.